0: Welcome to episode six of the Nordic Arts Agency podcast, a podcast connecting emerging and established international artists and art influencers from around the globe. I'm your host, Juliette, a British expat, art historian and gallerist based in Sweden. Every fortnight, I'm in conversation with an artist or art influencer whose artwork or insight inspires me personally. The Nordic Arts Agency currently has 12 international artists who are exclusively represented in Scandinavia, and this will be an opportunity to explore their creative process and vision in more depth. This week, we are in conversation with Pablo de Cotari, a painter from Mexico City. Pablo mixes illustration, animation and fine art. His work combines the spontaneity of sketches with the delicacy of painting. Inspired by Spanish portraiture from the 1600s, Pablo brings his unique surrealist contemporary interpretations to his compositions. I chose Pablo as my next guest for the podcast in these rather sad and stressful times as I felt that we needed something uplifting. And whenever I meet Pablo or look at his work, I certainly feel that. So welcome Pablo. I'm so delighted you could join me today.
1: Hello Juliet and thank you for inviting me.
0: So Pablo is currently sitting in his studio in Stockholm and I am in Malmo. Now, for those of you who don't know the artwork of Pablo, they're predominantly females and predominantly faces, and they're often accompanied with big hair and large, very emotional eyes. How would you describe your portrait style, Pablo?
1: First of all, I love animation, and I love sketching, and I love the spontaneity of, of the sketch. And that's how I work. And talking about exactly... Defining my 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 portraits, I think I always try to to tell a story. Uh, like the, the the expression to to talk to the to the to the viewer. I really don't think at the same time. Like I'm trying. To, I try to sketch in the canvas, so it evolves with the painting. It 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 always evolves. The 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 how. The first idea to the final uh, product, it's completely different. Illustration, expressionism, cartoonish, but in in the mix with real.
0: You're not from a traditional fine art background, but you've had an artist's journey where you've been exposed to an education in illustration and animation. I think that's an essential part of your painting. That always, for me, always comes across as sort of the starting point. Would you say that's 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 correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. Uh, for example, I didn't study, like as you said, uh, in in a fine arts, like a master of fine arts. I I studied communication, and then uh, back in Mexico, I have the opportunity to work in an animation studio, and I learn a lot. I really love animation. I think it's part of my inspiration. All the movies, and even in from Disney to Japanese style, like all the animation, I think it's all the fantasy, I love it. And then when, when I stopped working in the, in the animation studio, I had the opportunity to make an exhibition. I really didn't think that I was able to, to do this, like to live as a painter. And, uh, well, it was the response of the public was really, was really good. And with the time, also with, as a marketing strategy, I think it worked. Of course, I do commissions, mostly was commissions. I'm grateful that at some point the people start to recognize my work and start to, to buy what I paint. And that's, I think that's the goal for a, any painter. Here in Sweden, it changed all my strategy and my routine of working as the work I had in Mexico.
0: I like that spontaneous journey that you're describing because I certainly feel that when I see the evolution of your work and how you've progressed and how you've perfected and you're continuously almost reinventing with each um, individual portrait, I feel as though there's this progression. And in some ways, by not being a fine art master, or not having a formal education, you've created very much um from the the ground up, the way in which you use your medium, um, the way in which you use sketching within painting. And I think in some ways that's actually served you very well. I I also think it's fascinating when I look on your website and I see the work in progress and the the different influences that you're pulling into your work, particularly Leonor, I liked seeing how you had researched and looked at different Costume, different traditional Spanish portraiture, and you abstract elements of that, and you bring that into your specific style. How do you approach a painting? Is there some kind of process or technique, or does it vary depending on and um, what inspires you?
1: Of course, it's it's more what inspires me, uh, but it depends. I'm gonna I'm gonna confess that here in Sweden, at the beginning, it was difficult because my studio was my also my home. So of course it changed everything. To work from oil, uh I have to 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 focus more on acrylic because of the smell, moving more to the to the to the art. Uh for example with Leonor, if you go to the to the to that specific uh painting as an example. Yes, it was more the, the portraiture I love, as you said, like the Spanish portraiture. And, and not only the Spanish portraiture, I, I think that the old portraiture, uh, they have some magic because it was more like uh, telling the story and it was more like a, a, the photography. So it's, I think it's really romantic to work with, uh, with acrylic in Leonor. I, I start to, to experiment with mediums and with all the texture and with all the type of brushes. And even with the acrylic, I have to experiment with liquid acrylic, more solid acrylic, like uh, a slow, uh, dry acrylics. I try to experiment a little bit.
0: And I think also, uh, when, when we're thinking about Leonor, I think you had a... Process there, which I can understand. You're trying to investigate almost with each painting because they are very unique and different. And I think, especially some of your commission works. I, I certainly feel that with with each of the individual works, I definitely see those unique worlds that you sort of create for each personality of each of the different figures. Can we also talk a little bit about the contemporary twists in your work? Something which I think attracted to me to your painting initially were well, these bold elements, these contemporary elements that you bring in. Um, sometimes it could be a sort of very brightly coloured hair. Pernilla, um is one of your fantastic portraits. And, and, the, and the female figure there has bright blue hair. Or it could be a tattoo or acrylic nails, um, which seems sort of very contemporary and out of place with the sort of uh, costume dress almost. And nose rings, for example. All these elements, Pablo, bring into your figures. Is that is for me? It seems very humorous and playful, and uh, as you were saying earlier, fantasy. Is that all part of this sort of world that you create within each of your individual portraits?
1: Yes, of course. I think, uh, for example, Pernilla, It's uh, what I try to do. Is I always imagine is for it's something I will put in my in my home. Um, so if I want to paint like a portrait of of like, for example, Pernilla, I I just uh, arrived to Sweden when I started Pernilla uh, was my first painting in in Sweden. So I really wanted to to paint like this clash of the femininity with the, the like the fragility with this really cool woman in my in my mind was like I put like like the tattoos but it was it, it's covered with uh, these uh, like clothes with stars and the blue hair and the, like the the hairstyle. It's I don't know, it's, it, it, it was evolving while, while I was painting her. I think my paintings, the expression they are always a little bit sad. So I tried maybe to put something it's a little bit ambiguous, so it clashes with that sadness.
0: Do you like the expression of surrealist figuratism? Because your work, as you're saying, very romantic and it relies very much on your own fantasy. Do you see the surrealist quality in each of the works?
1: Sometimes. Of course, there, there are some work w- while I paint that I, I don't like them and I have to stop and to start another one and then give them a break and then come back to... to to rethink the idea, but uh, the expression as surrealistic. Yes, I think I think they have that. I think a lot of people uh, define my work as completely cartoon. It's completely valid. I think they are not completely cartoon. Of course, they have these expressions that they are. They come from animation. I don't know. I, I I'm not really profound like like this like it's really profound the idea of the painting i really like them like to to give you a story and to and i like i think this this is going to sound like really shallow but i really like the, the like the prettiness of it like the colors and the mixture and how the the with the romantic side and with the fantasy and and it works like for me
0: one of your most recent paintings Paolo, and it's of a young boy, and he's clutching a seahorse a sort of toy seahorse. I found that work um very moving and very there was an emotional intensity and 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 yes there was it was as you were saying the colours and and the composition they are very pretty there's very many aspects which are still very elegant and very stylized. But for me, there was a lot more emotion, and some of your works are quite melancholy. They look quite sad. When you paint something like that young child, are you trying to address uh, the narrative fully, or is it it's sort of as you're saying, placing this ambiguous object, the the playful seahorse with this sad child? Is that the narrative unfolding as you paint, or is it something that you consider before you start the work?
1: Uh, th- that's a really good question. As you say at the beginning, I I usually paint like female. Characters, and at some point here at Sweden, I tried to to start to to mix more the femininity with the masculinity. Yes, of course, it, it's really rare in like in like if you see my past work, like to find a male portrait. But they are, and I I, I really like them the, the the male portraits I I made. But in this particular. Uh, painting. It was more about. Uh, I think it was more inspired about my my, my childhood, but, and it, it it wasn't the idea at the beginning. But I I really wanted to paint like a like a child figure, like in in a portrait, in an old portrait uh, composition with a plain. Like I usually paint like plain backgrounds, and then I start to mix. I think it's the 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 part of of living here, like to embrace a little bit the minimalism. But if you see the the, the portrait, it's, it has the patterns like of dots and the seahorse, let's talk about that, that's imp- inspired about me, it's a sea pony. It's an 80s toy and in my childhood, I think I always wanted one. I'm not a brownie, but I I, I, I really like the, the aesthetic of the 80s and I think it was it it was more an element of reminding me that it was something forbidden in my childhood because I was a boy and that was a girl toy and putting there in, in the composition like in an old portrait usually they put like a pet or something or they were carrying flowers or some another element putting there it's 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 almost like laughing about it like I really like it. I can do it. I want to paint it and I'm done it like period. So, yes, it's inspired I think it's inspired more about about my childhood and I really enjoy it to paint that that portrait.
0: I think also I would encourage anyone after they've listened to the podcast to go onto the website and have a look at it because the child's expression is also it captures this moment. It was forbidden in some way and you have you definitely have created that moment when the child is is really holding on to the seahorse with real deep sincerity, but there's a sort of very complex forbidden forbidden, um, expression. And I think it's beautifully painted and very well captured. And I certainly can see uh, how Scandinavia has impacted the palette. Um, and As you say, not simplicity, but it's definitely um, filtered down or toned down some attributes of your work as an artist. I know, having lived in Sweden now for 10 years, I also feel myself being much more aware of myself and a little bit introspective. I value and view myself differently because I'm I'm not surrounded by my my friends, my family, my people from England. Do you feel that you're kind of self-aware about your background from Mexico City and how you sort of stand out and your painting is a little bit more forward and, and more opulent in Scandinavia than possibly the style works within.
1: Yes, of course. Like, coming here, I think in Mexico I really found my, my, my market. But coming here, I was really confident it was going to be really easy. And it was not. That was the point. Like, like people here, the, the interiorism is a really important part of them. They are really, like, uh, simple and they have like the their 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 color palettes and everything. Of course in Mexico, I think they have really, really good interiorism. I love it. But yes, I have to evolve here a little bit without losing my my essence, I think. And of course it's still evolving.
0: I think coming from Mexico and having had this you know really very successful beginning of your career with solo and group exhibitions and i know you pretty much sold out everything that you ever exhibited i think it's very brave in a way to challenge yourself with a move like this and clearly the the interior aesthetic here is much more toned down so everything feels much more kind of muted i completely agree with having seen how your work has has changed and formed into a new kind of dimension but interestingly seeing also when we have placed works um, in interiors I know that Leonore went to an apartment in Copenhagen and it was actually an interior designer that bought back work and she sent me several images of um, the painting in the interior and what it did was it lifted the entire kind of quite bleak greys and whites and undertones that you can often find in the Scandinavian palette. It lifted it entirely, and the humour that you bring to your work, I think in some ways, and she was very clever because she was able to place it in a way that it didn't over overwork the space, but at the same time it complemented a lot of the palettes within the room. It, it, to me, Pablo, it really brought the space alive. So I think you're, you have... Um, the marketplace that you already currently have in, in Scandinavia, I, I have no doubt you're just going to be able to grow with it further. And I think the drama and the theatre in your painting is something that we all crave, actually, in Sweden. I think it's it's needed. That humorous aspect is very limited often in Sweden. Things are quite serious, it feels, within contemporary art. Would you agree with that?
1: I completely agree. I'm really happy that you that you say that a funny thing is even in even in Mexico my my clients that buy buy my work uh i really love when they when they were at, at the studio choosing a painting of course it's an important decision they're going to see it every day <laughs> but uh i love it that almost everyone like a month later or weeks later they contact me and they were like, I love it even more. I wasn't 100% sure, but thank you. And with that type of messages, I think that's my favorite part of doing this. I saw the picture of, of, of Leonor that you, that you told me and it's completely beautiful.
0: Also in Scandinavia, something which is apparent for me is there's a there's a huge feminist edge to so much of society here. And a lot of your female faces, they have a great deal of attitude and complexity. Um, Have you drawn that from any direct influence? I mean, there are strong female influences in your life that you've taken as muses for some of the characterizations in the portraiture.
1: Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, I came from a a really big family and it's it's completely dominated by, by a strong woman. And I love that starting from my grandma she's ninety now and she's like a fifty year old woman she travels and she walks and she has more energy than me and well of course my mom my mom is is my first inspiration and my aunts that they are like also my my other moms and my my female cousins they are like my sisters so all the women in my family they are like truly inspirational for me.
0: I, I really enjoy working with you, Pablo, as you know, and also working with international artists and bringing them to Scandinavia because it really does unveil a whole other culture through your artistry and something which I can then translate and transfer. I've learned a lot about your, your interpretation of your own work through this conversation because sometimes... I think your works, you can look on face value. I think often people, as you were saying, they see them as animation or they see them as being quirky figures. But I think that the complexity behind the way in which you create the narrative between each of the individuals is really is really quite special. So thank you, Pablo. Um, it was a pleasure to talk to you today.
1: Thank you, Juliette. And well, I think it's more my pleasure to work with you. And of course, you are also a big part of inspiration as a strong woman here in Sweden. I'm really grateful to work with you and I'm really grateful to call you my friend.
0: Oh, thank you, Pablo. And I hope you stay safe in Stockholm. Uh, I'll be exhibiting Pablo's work in October at the Affordable Arts Fair, which is October the 8th to the 11th, and that is in Stockholm. And here in Malmo, we should be hosting a group show of figurative artists called Faces, Faces which will also take place in October to November later this year. So hopefully none of those exhibitions will be affected by the coronavirus. You'll be able to find Pablo's Instagram details and his website and his artist page details on our show notes. Next time in two weeks, we shall be joining abstract artist Chelsea Devine, who's actually British, but she's currently under lockdown in her Barcelona studio. So until then, stay safe. Bye bye.